girlies. Hey girlies. Welcome back to the Real House Girlies pod. We are so excited to be back with you this week. (laughs) We're excited every week. We are excited every (laughs) week. The novelty has definitely not worn off yet. We're still having the best time. We're having the best time with our vanity project that hopefully you're finding your rhythm with as well. Yeah. And if you love it, like tell us. We Our egos could really use a burst. Well, not so much ego, more so like our major insecurities and like yes. mental lows could yeah. use just a little positive affirmation. Yeah. And if you don't Maybe love like it. Maybe like a like and a subscribe. A little like and a subscribe and tell some friends because we would really appreciate that. I really love um, there's like a quote on one of those like, you know, business motivation type pages that the, the background's black and it's like some random ominous guy with a basketball or something. <laughs> and it says like, you know, everyone's so quick to like buy a celebrity's product and not at all quick to support a friend. Yeah. I'm here for that. I'm buying whatever you're doing. Are we shaming our friends? No, I'm no. saying like I live for that. Oh, yeah. I live for my I friends. think our friends celebrate us. Yeah. But like I'm buying something that you're doing even if I can't go to it. I love that. And that's a really nice little segue into today's topic, which we're going to focus on. Oh, yeah. We're going to do the news first, but we are going to be talking about all things friendship as adults today. It's hard. It's really hard. But let's park that. Okay. And let's get into the news and then we'll, we'll circle back. Ew, don't do that. <laughs> Sorry, trying to keep all the corporate isms off the pod. Do you say that at work? All the time. <laughs> if someone says that to me, I text, like, message one of my work friends and be like, let's circle back. I tell it. Anyway, circling back, full circle, 20 years, 2003. And I know we talked a little bit about Hillary Duff being 20 years. An icon. An icon. But a few other things have come to my attention this week. That it's been 20 years since the OC premiered. Mm-hmm. 20 years since that iconic 2003 Vanity Fair teen cover. Your favorite thing ever. My favorite thing ever. Which, because like, I'm such a Y2K girly. I can imagine you as a tween. Yeah, it was, abs- <laughs> it was really hard because I had like strong emo tendencies but then I still <laughs> wanted to be Mandy Moore <laughs> wanted to be Mandy Moore more than anything in this life and this cover it's iconic I've got it up here so you can see we've got the Olsen twins we've got Amanda Bynes we've got Mandy Moore Hilary Duff Alexis Bedell and Evan Rachel Wood Raven Simone and Lindsay Lohan Lilo. how is that oh. oh do you know she's having a baby no I did not know that yes she's heavily pregnant it's <sighs> so exciting I'm wow. so thrilled for her. She's really come full circle from her, like, Mykonos party girl days. I was going to ask you if she was having her baby in Mykonos. Oh, like, potentially. Do you remember her show, like, Lindsay's Beach Club? I loved that show. Yeah. It was, I loved that manager. It was it was. What was that guy's Alexis or something? Um, I was a huge, like, hater, but consumed everything Amanda Bynes did. Yes. You know? Like, she frustrated me, but I did binge watch Amanda, please. <laughs> And like the bathroom she's the man. skit. Um, yeah, she's the man was great. <laughs> I was I was such a stan of Mandy Moore. Every single film she did, I just loved. I used to like watch a walk to remember like weekly and was so No sob. sobbing. 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 So sad. I really liked I've already forgotten what it is. What was that other because movie? Because I said so. Yeah. Definitely not her most popular film, That's but interesting. it stood Stop out there to for you. me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And her appearance in Princess Diaries when she's on the beach doing her little stupid Cupid song. 
That's the cutest. She was in Grey's Anatomy. Was she? Yeah. Right. It's the more you know, Brooke. The, the more, more you, you know. know. And I feel like all of these girlies have really stood the test of time. I guess we see a little bit less of Evan Rachel Wood these days. Although she was... She's... Like, what's that show about the AI? Can't remember what it's called. <laughs> Westworld. No. No, you haven't seen? No. Nah. You know, <clears throat> we see nothing about the Olsen twins except their brand. Yeah, it's a beautiful brand. On Morgan Stewart. Morgan Stewart wears it all the time. Named her daughter. Couldn't be more nondescript or more expensive. It's essentially just the staples. It's Uniglow at 7,000 times the price point and we laugh it up. Major, major moments. The OC was one of those shows that just felt like so unrelatable and yet it was all we wanted to be like in high school. Yeah. It, were you a Marissa or a Summer? Oh, I was obviously a Summer. Obviously. You were a Marissa. I had Just my... sneaking a dart and like taking bottles of vodka into the bathroom. Definitely strong Marissa tendencies. Although I would say that like on the inside it was a Summer. Yeah. But with externally facing Marissa tendencies. I was also a Cohen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Loved the Coens. The Seth Cohen starter pack. How he had his like little packs of CDs with like Def Cab for Cutie. Like, oh, melt my heart. <laughs> melt my heart. So it's humbling. That it's been 20 years, yes. Yes. But it's exciting. It These exciting. are still cult classics. Yeah. I rewatched the four Christmaka episodes every single Christmas season. I knew that about you, actually. Yeah, yeah. You're very cute. It is very cute. I like a Gossip Girl Christmas. Yep. Revisit a bit of Gossip Girl action. I really do wonder what happened to Alexis Bledel. Bledel? Bedel? I obviously loved Gilmore Girls more than life itself. It basically raised me. And she was in something. She was in... Oh, no. She... <laughs> She was in the remake of the Gilmore Girls. <laughs> yeah, so she was yeah. in the revamped Gilmore Girls. Okay. She was in The Handmaid's Tale. That's what it was. Yeah, she's in Handmaid's Tale. Oh, do you know the final season? And of the sisterhood of the traveling pants. A great film, also with a bit of a Gossip Girl cut over there. Yeah. Yeah. A little yeah. Blake Lively. A little Blake Lively action. I know it's so exciting. Um, what else has been happening this week? I've done a little bit of shopping. okay as per usual but this is a shopping warehouse sale shopping smart shopping smart so saint agni recently had their warehouse sale in brisbane which we're pretty spoiled by because i don't know about you but every week when i read fashion journal and i see all the warehouse sales that are happening like the camillas and marks of the world the dion lees of the world sydney and melbourne sydney Every single week, hundreds of warehouse sales. So we're very, very spoiled to have had a good warehouse sale come to Brizzy. And when there's a good one in Brizzy, it's just better. Because, like, you're not stripping off your clothes in the middle of a Sydney warehouse in front of all of the, like, Sydney girlies, are you? No, I was stripping off my clothes in the middle of James Street in front of all the Brisbane girlies, though. Better. Brisbane girlies are nice. Yeah. All the girlies were super nice, um, except for the one girlie who tried to, like, touch my my rack of clothes and I was like sorry that's mine and then everyone was like okay calm down um but I've I've collated a few top tips for warehouse sales good because I feel this was my most successful warehouse sale venture that I've ever had you got like a 5,000 percent discount I did I got like six and a half thousand dollars worth of items for like a grand yeah 
which sounds like a lot. And yes, that was a lot to spend in one bang. But hear me out. These are all things that I have looked at from the brand over the years and been like, that's a great blazer. I would love that top. But I just haven't felt at the time compelled to pay the retail prices. Correct. So now they're kind of pricey, right? some of the colorways, you really want to buy the matching pants or skirt or dress or whatever. Because otherwise you're like, this brown blazer is really nice. But what am I wearing it with in my wardrobe? Yeah, exactly right. So I had a few sets that I had my eye on. Um, and then I also went in there with an open mind of a few, like I wanted to grab a few tops because I knew they do great tops. They do great tops. They do great tops. Um, they do great little knit sets and knit dresses. So I thought um, I really wanted to get this brown suit set that came with a dress and a pant. I was open to some tops. I was open to some knit sets. And you look great in a suit. Thank you so much. And then I went and I just did a full lap of the sale and I just pulled all of the things that either were on my wish list because I had my eye on them or I thought, no, that's a great staple. I'm stripping off anyway. May as I'm well stripping try off it on. anyway. May as well try it on. I pulled probably 25 pieces. I went wearing the right outfit. I wore Lulu, a line, tights and a crop so mm. that I didn't have to get fully naked. I could try on over the top. Um, tried on all my pieces, took a photo of each item, Ooh. and then I reviewed the photos. Okay, Kim Kardashian. Yeah, I know. It was full archival <laughs> here. So that I didn't make any silly impulse purchases. How long were you sitting there reviewing your photos? I think I was in and out in sort of an hour, 20 minutes. That's not bad. Which I felt was a pretty good amount of and time. And you're in a you're in a populated area. It was busy. Yeah. It was busy. I arrived there... Uh, 15 minutes before it opened because I wanted to get first dibs in the line. Wow. Do my little run through, get the things that I really had my eye on. And it was hugely successful. Would you line up for a Lune Croissant? Um, I have in the past. Mm. I wouldn't again. Would you line up to go to a Gucci store? I I am I have and I feel ashamed. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Anyway. So yeah, that was that was probably my my summation. Arrive early if you can. Just try and get in. If you're gonna go late in the day or on the last day, you're probably not gonna get your sizes. Wear something easy and comfortable that you can try things on over the top of. Shop with the things that you know that you want in mind, and don't just buy things because they are there. Buy them because they're gonna add something to your wardrobe, and you've identified a gap and like. Wait, what a great time to snap up a bargain. And also take a yogi's mindset. Like be willing to leave empty handed. There's no desperate energy going in that like I simply must because the prices are right. I have to find something because if you buy something and it's down to $200 and you don't wear it, you've still wasted $200. You've wasted $200. Exactly right. And there has been plenty of warehouse sales in the past that I have left empty handed. Yeah. So, I bought everything. Yeah. Go in <laughs> expecting nothing and be pleasantly surprised if you come away with a little bit of a, a haul of things that you think are going to fill your wardrobe. Did you find it easier to go by yourself or is it like take a little bodyguard with you? Um, I have shopped with other people in the past warehouse sales. I really did enjoy the process of going alone. I would have loved second opinions on a few things and I did text you a few pictures. Um, did I reply? Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've gone a, I've gone alone. I had a great time by myself. That was fine. In the past, if you go with someone who's not in the right mindset or impatient. Who is impatient. Yeah. You're not gonna get the most out of that experience. Yeah. I would say as someone that's like quite crowd phobic. 
so long as I have like a corner. Yeah. I could wait all day. I've got apps. Yep. Do your thing, girl. Batten Call down me your when corner. you're ready. Yep. Yep. Exactly right. So that was a success. And I'm really, I'm really happy with how it went. Yeah. I'm excited for you too. Yep. I think St. Agni is just such a great brand. Like, had I been here, I would have been going and I would have been buying things out of my size because I don't care. I just want, yeah. I just want some classic, quiet, luxury looks. Yeah. I think that's maybe my final tip as well is that you can always tailor. Like things aren't probably going to fit you perfectly off the rack, but if you are going to buy with a mindset to get something tailored, you actually need to follow through and get it tailored. Because if oh. it just sits in your wardrobe, again, you've wasted money. Well, in F1 or something, we talked about the Xander pants from Dish that were on sale. Yes. I bought them. I love them. Yeah. They're like three people too long for me. Yeah. I don't even know where I'm going to get them tailored. I will <laughs> drop them off at my tailor for you. Thank you. <laughs> well, I have to come get my legs measured. We have to like come measured. get it measured. Yeah. So I've been meaning to talk to you about this because... Recently, I went on a friend date. You went on a friend date? Yeah. Tell me more. I was really excited and it got me thinking, I'm very lucky with my friends. I don't need money. Mm-hmm. I like to be at home by myself quite a lot as well. Yeah. But I know that people are lonely mm-hmm. and people move and they feel like they're starting again. And when you're an adult, you're not at uni, you're not working in like retail or fast food, you're not in school, you're not necessarily seeing people, the same people every day. Um, even corporate, I think it's difficult. Like how do you make friends as an adult? And then beyond that, cause you can meet people that are nice. Like how do you transition into having something that's actually meaningful and gives you the level of human connection that I think we need for our sky plummeting mental health issues, like as a population? This is such a good question. Thank you. And I think about it a lot too. And it's something that I've certainly struggled with over the past few decade or so I didn't grow up in Brisbane yeah I really had to start fresh I was lucky with the timing because I was moving here for uni so I did make a lot of friends that way um but then you kind of go through cycles you know those are people you meet when you're like 19 20 yeah you go through another cycle again maybe when you're like 25 yeah maybe again when you're kind of like 30 yeah and you and your friends are all at different life stages you know maybe you've grown apart how do you then meet new friends well I guess the first thing is like you say you're going through these like waves and batches and cycles and seasons of your life and meeting new people so do we feel like we need to be friends with the same people because I'm not friends with I don't want to say the wrong thing here because I'm sure I have one or two stray friends but I'm not friends with anyone from uni because I studied law and then flunked didn't flunk but like flunked at my career and changed careers so I lost having everything in common with those people Mm -hmm. and it was such a you know incestual type course like the legal industry is so competitive and everyone's so high and mighty and like whatever it's It's a certain type of person Mm. and so yeah I think they all probably wanted to get rid of me as well (laughs) and I just faded off into the distance but like I'm so fortunate that the two people that I met on my first day of year eight are still two of my best friends in the whole world. That to me is absolutely incredible that you've been able to keep that connection through all of these years. And I'm sure that hasn't just happened organically. Like you've had to work at it. Is that fair to say? Or has it been organic? Look, I think I just got lucky because like they will love me even though I'm the worst. Like one of them 
And it, it's all Kiana's fault that we're friends. Like she came up to me and she was like, you know, so-and-so. And I was like, huh, <laughs> what? And she's like, we're going to be friends. And I was like, okay. Okay. And then she grabbed Georgia and said the same thing. And like, we were a little, yeah. a little thing. And the group was so big. I don't see anyone else in the group. I like would love to say, hi, how are you? But I'm not making plans to go see them. Kiana, however, you know, is a beautiful mom, has two kids. So it's really hard for me to kind of line up when suits me versus when suits her. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like I can't go after work. That would be the worst time of day. Um, So I get so much grace from them. But again, didn't get that from my uni friends. Yeah. Don't have any other friends from high school really. Do you think it's been a proximity thing then? Because you've like obviously remained in Brisbane for the most part. You've moved away, you've come back. Yeah. Because you're all still in a central location, it's been easier to maintain those friendships. Well, no, because I fly to Melbourne to see Georgia. That's true, Melbourne. <laughs> Georgia lives in Melbourne, yes. <laughs> so, but we don't have to text, we don't have to talk. And I think that also, it's just a different type of friendship. Like I talk to you almost daily mm-hmm. and then... Almost too much. <laughs> Please leave me alone. I moment. love you, but... <laughs> Sorry. Just block my number when you need a break. No, never, I'm a big never. fan of the blocking a number just for a couple of days. Oh my gosh, no. I, like, no. What? I would fall to pieces. Anyway, so, moving on. Yeah, so I think, like, certainly they would be there for me if I was going through something, but they probably wouldn't have a lot of the context. Of what's happening in the day-to-day. Yes. Yeah. So, um, and that's what I mean about human connection, like... You can have, I had friends in the past like five years who I would love to go get a cocktail with, have a laugh, you know, be out in society. Mm. But I don't know that I really felt they could carry my heart if it needed Yeah, a little extra helping hand. Yeah. And maybe that's something to unpack. So I think there are different friends for different reasons or different seasons. Yeah. You've got friends that are there for different periods in your time, in your life potentially and then there are friends who are there for different reasons like you've got potentially like when you're single you have single friends you've got all of the people you go out with yeah like the party people, <laughs> hey, party people. <laughs> you've got like the people who are there for around more work reasons maybe there's people who are there I don't know <laughs> what are other people there for what are the different reasons I mean we met at work we did meet at work yes and it was a different time. It was a different time. It was a work from office yeah. world. There was no work from home. So I think you needed to find your solace. Find your solace when you're, you know, in the big bad consulting world and you're really locked in that office for many, many more hours per week than we would care to admit. You've got to find your people in those environments. But I don't think our friendship naturally transcended into life friendship I think we made a conscious effort to do that yes I think you go into that knowing that I mean look in those when you're constantly working in the same environment it's like school like you make an effort to get along with as many people as you can so that you have comrades in the environment but every now and then you spot one it's like seeing a puppy yeah. and knowing that that's your puppy your and you're eyes, taking like, that lock, puppy home. They twinkle across the room and you go like, all right, this is going to be something. I need that one. And I have to tell you, the first hangout is always the most awkward. Uh, the first time that you're like, 
hey, do you want to... Like, more so than getting a drink after work. That's different. And you do that with a lot of people. Yeah. It's the, hey, do you want to, like, hang out on the weekend? Like, do you want to get in my car and go do something? Yes. <laughs> and, and, and how do you transcend that move from... Also because you've got, like, well, for me, certainly, I maintain a degree of safe boundaries at work. Yeah. Like... I might tell you my dog's name and that I'm going to the Gold Coast for the weekend, but that doesn't mean that I'm like telling you every conversation that I'm having with someone or my like deep, dark what secrets. I'm going on, what's going on with my friends and family and like mm. what I really think and feel about things or what my interests genuinely are because um, it's sometimes, especially when you work with people, it can be hard to, and you've got more experience than mm. me with this. Because you do know how to manage a direct colleague or a direct report and an offline friendship. Yeah, I've been really fortunate that I've been that I've had that in my life, and that yeah. I've been able to manage people who I've actually been their manager. But because we've been of a really similar age group and we've had similar interests, our friendship has kind of organically moved beyond the workplace, and I've been really fortunate that I've been able to handle that but I know a lot of people have kind of like a cold hard boundary between work and life so if we're not making friends at work yeah where are we making friends what are we doing um well I made my friend one that's it no (laughs) well look okay here's the thing so I teach Legree yep as you know uh it's not Pilates it's Legree I don't know if the girlies know this yeah it's just Alana's Truthful. other hobby. I have hobbies, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I love Pilates. I love yoga. I love Legree. So for anyone that didn't know, I am an instructor. Yeah. A couple of mornings a week, nice and early. Um, and that is, for me, the easiest way to meet the coolest people. And yeah. I have, like, the biggest crushes on people. Someone will leave my class. I'm, like, kissing them. Love, love you so much. Have the best day. You get to know little bits about people in the 10 minutes before class starts, which mm-hmm. is great. And I think I have these, like, beautiful online relationships with some of the girlies. Yeah. We've... We're fans. Follow for follow and we're replying to stories. We're replying to stories. We're sometimes sending each other things. It's quite cute. But, yeah, how do you, like, cross that threshold and go, are we going to hang out now? Yeah. Also, they don't probably know enough about me to be, like, you're an actual person, not just the chick that takes my degree classes. Yeah, yeah. So, anyway, one of the girls, beautiful, shout out to you, AJ, was like, we need to get dinner let's do something and I was like okay perfect she makes the most amazing things I'm always reacting to her stories like what is this meal that you've made um and we had a dinner and it was like the easiest thing the most beautiful we act was quite romantic there were candles there was wine very romantic I just thought how nice is this and also I think no one needs anything yeah there's no agenda and I feel like a lot of relationships can feel a lot of relationships can feel like they're coming from a place of you've got something that I want, whether that's connection or status or access. And so when you are making friends as an adult, it's really important to just kind of like assess whether you're in it for a friendship reason or because you want something. And that might be mutual, but be upfront about it. Yeah. Yeah. Be upfront with yourself first. Yeah. Um, and like it's so cool to 
have society things and it's so cool to just have exercise related things. Like you can just get coffee with someone every time you go to a yoga class. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, but I think I'm now just trying to focus on myself and enjoy interactions where I have them and know that like if you're on a vacation and unavailable to be my best friend forever, <laughs> my emotional support person, um, I'm probably okay with my own company at my age too. Yeah, yeah. And maybe that's coming back to that season's reason thing, right? Like I've been really fortunate, again, at Pilates. And maybe that's a bit of a thing here. Go Girlies, to Pilates, Go to guys. Pilates. Or if you're not into Pilates, I don't know, it's some other like activity. Yoga is not the same. You don't make friends at yoga. People aren't chatting at yoga. No one. Well, also, they're going through their things. They're it's illegal to be they're moving, they're moving through their feelings. Yeah. So whether it's, I don't know, like you're going to a pottery class or you're going to... I think a lot of teams, those gyms yeah. are great. Yeah. I've met a lot of friends through Pilates over the year. Yeah. Over the years. Um, Izzy, who came on the pod, we actually first met at Pilates and then we realized at one of these coffees that we had heaps of mutual interests and mutual work backgrounds and mutual friends. And then we decided hanging started out Started a dinner there. club. Yeah, started a little dinner club. But that just was all spawned through these kind of casual interactions that you have. But you make an effort. like dating as well. Like yeah. you weren't looking for it and you weren't desperate for it. Yeah. But so it, when it came, you were like, I could really enjoy this without expectation. Yeah. And when, in, when I get to see her, it's absolutely fabulous. Do you think we sound crazy? Like, by the way, everyone, I'm not without friends. <laughs> but if you are without friends, call me. I'm always open to new friends. Yeah. What do you think about internet friends? I have five friends on the internet and that's it. That's yeah. all I need. I may as well be private. Why am I public for? <laughs> we got to promote the pod. You've got to stay <laughs> on public. Um, okay. So the reason I ask is because I saw on TikTok, there's a girl, I think she's based in Melbourne. <gasps> and what she did is she wanted to make new friends. So she has put herself out there and said, I'm going to have one dinner with one new person every week, an internet friend. And I think she started with the first few people that she had been sort of DMing flooding with, like, with online flooding with fire online emojis. firing emojis and she just said like hey do you want to get dinner and the other person said yeah and but then do they show up they do it's oh, it's amazing. spawned into this whole thing so she's doing one internet friend every week this year and now she has a bit of a wait list going which gives me I've so much her. hope I'm excited about that I yeah. think that would be awesome do you know what I love meeting different people that aren't like me yeah. And that's, I think, one of the other hard things about, I mean, look, when I went to school, I can't say a lot of people were like me, but you all had to kind of conform to the same things because yeah. it's such a small, sick environment that it's like we all hang out with that boys' school and we all eat this for lunch and we all wear yeah. this on the weekend. But now it's like, cool, I want to know someone that, I don't know, it's like a scientist or I want to know someone that's like a bit of a hippie because I love that too. And I, Yeah. Yeah. Friends from different walks of life. And that's something that I really cherish now as well that my friends don't need to be like born within the same calendar year as me as back in the day. Like, in, you know, school they did. Um, a lot of my friends are either older or younger. Well. And we're learning so much about life from each other and like it's just so nice to sit with the ladies after pilates and you know some of the some of the ladies are in their 50s and i just cherish our time together cherish 
I used to be solely attracted to people older than me, no matter your gender. And everyone yeah. knows this about me. It's fine. Um, <laughs> we'll unpack that there, another time. It doesn't matter the age difference. I'm there with you. And like still, some of my really close friends, my old manager is one of my really close friends. She texted me yesterday for drinks. Yeah. Love. She's not that much older than me, but like yeah. she's got teenage children. Now, my sick fetish is I want to be friends with people younger than me. Because I just want to stay hip. Stay hip and cool. Ooh. Well, like, Izzy's 25, so that's great. That's the start. Wow. Izzy's now. too mature. I know. She's amazing. <laughs> but yeah. I'm thinking, like, I need, like, my niece's friends to be friends with me. Yeah, your niece is really young and cool. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I have also seen there's a bit of a trend around friendship apps. Do you know about this? I do not. Yeah. I don't know what a friendship app is. Please tell me and are you on them? Okay. So I'm full disclosure here. This is a moment of vulnerability. About 18 months ago, maybe longer, um, Bumble came out with Bumble Friends. Yeah. And I did sign up. Well, you're an early adopter. So it was more about exploring what's out there. Exactly. I signed up. I made a profile. I swiped on a few girlies. Does it feel like predatory? It felt weird. And I never <laughs> progressed to a conversation with anybody. When it's girl on girl, who messages first? I think the person who, like... Because don't you have both matches? have to match? I don't... Actually, I don't know. I'm, I don't want to say the wrong thing. But, yeah, I... The internet apps wasn't for me mm-hmm. in terms of friendship making. I think I'm an IRL and also... You've never even done internet dating. No, never. Not in my life. So I'm an IRL and maybe a little bit of an Instagram mutual crush chit-chat. Have you like cold added someone on Instagram that you want to be friends with? Yeah. And then strategically reacted to their stories and then progressed to like maybe a comment. I'm really understanding what it's like to be a Ken. Yeah. It's <laughs> like pursuing. People. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It's quite fun. I want to be friends with Anna Paul. Do you think she'd message me back? I would love to be friends with Anna Paul. We need to look. She's young. She's young and cool. She's young and cool. Arguably the coolest. The hardest thing I think that I've been through in the friend world is before Georgia lived in Melbourne, I moved to Melbourne. Mm-hmm. And I had the luxury of not needing to work at that stage. And I was studying remotely. Yeah. And so I had no friends. And so I would go out sometimes, like with my godmother, who was hip and cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and we would meet people and they would like, what school did you go to? And I was like, oh, I'm pretty sure I'm like in my 20s. And they're like, are you not from here then? Like, yes. why do you need to know if I went to MLC or not to be friends with me? But okay, cool. I'm not friends with my own school friends. <laughs> why? Um, so I had no girlfriends. I did get a boyfriend and that kind of filled my time a bit. But even his friends were like arm's length forever. Yeah. Because I'm not from there. That was really hard. Yeah. And I would love to live somewhere else again for like a short stint. Mm. But I don't think that I could cope with it. Yeah, it, it is hard. And as someone who like moved away at a fairly young age and kind of had to reestablish the whole base, um, it is, it's really hard. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not... A really pleasant experience and you have to be in the right mindset to make friends as well you can't be just kind of like down and out and think that you're going to have a 
glowing conversation with yeah. someone and hit but it after off. like weeks of not having ha- had anyone to hang out with you kind of get a bit you get weird a bit you get a bit weird <laughs> i go to pilates and be like Hi. you're weird barbie does my voice still work <laughs> i am weird barbie yeah yeah um what about losing friends i'm i actually am quite okay with the experience of losing friends yeah i would like there's probably five people that I would really struggle to lose and I would be looking quite deeply inside myself as to what went on my mm. behavior. If I did something and I wasn't aware of it, I'd really want to inquire into that because when I care about my friends, I care. Yeah. And I really do my best to be like, I'm a bit of a shit cunt. I may have fucked up there. Yeah. Yeah. And like but our, anyone else. Our friendship has been through that. Like we had a... You lost me. <laughs> I did. It was a really dark time. And I don't want to spend too much time on it. But I think... Because we'll cry. We will start crying. No, I think the, the, the takeaway from it is that you can do some introspection and you can reach out. And like the other person may well tell you they're not, no longer interested and you have to be prepared for that. But you may just be able to have a frank conversation, repair what damage has been done and get your friendship back on track. And that's... Like, arguably the best thing that I've ever done, like, reaching back out to you. When yeah, that and I think that's, like, one of the hallmarks of an adult friendship versus a juvenile friendship, that you reached out to me, hand on heart, olive branch, waving with yep. a white flag on it, and you did that for yourself because you wanted to reconcile, I think, all of the discoveries that you'd gone through and take ownership and just have that moment of like you actually deserve for me to say the things that I need to say to close out that chapter and whether we like continue a friendship afterwards or not like I had no expectation I was obviously hopeful but (laughs) (laughs) it was like the bachelor but no I think that's like as an adult you can have those conversations and now we have the most wholesome friendship ever where we get like made fun of by essays in MS because we're like so supportive of each other. <laughs> that was so funny. We were in MS on the weekend and um, Alana said something about, do you like these shoes? And I was like, yeah, these look so great on you. And she was like, thank you for being so supportive. And the essay just started laughing hysterically. Anyway, brief side note. But, um, but I think we'll be like, I really appreciate you. Yeah. I really appreciate when you take the time to hear me out because I don't, take for granted that like me venting about work isn't a you problem and you also have a full life. I think juvenile relationships and I still have friends that are like distant friends. No one in my close circle, if you're listening to this, you're not one of them that will put a lot on you. Mm. And that's not for me to carry. No, Like I can to an extent, but like I can't fix this for you. Yeah. And the fact that there's no recognition that like it takes a toll on both parties when one party goes through something Mm. is really hard. It is really hard. And yeah, you do need to be mindful of that. I think in healthy adult friendships that everyone has full lives, everyone has stuff going on. Nobody is so obliged to, to be your support person. It's a big thing that I like always remind myself. And I think sometimes we talk about it, like not everything is about me. And so what someone is doing, the fact that someone hasn't gotten back to me, the fact that this hasn't happened, the fact that like a work meeting was rescheduled, like there are other things at play in everyone's life. Yeah. It's not a direct action towards me that I'm experiencing whatever. Most of the time, like people are so self-obsessed. We all are. 
So everything is about everyone individually. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's just being open about it. Like I have a really good friend who's also a Taurus. So (laughs) we both really struggle to get ourselves motivated sometimes. Ah. You know, the lazy girlies. Yeah. And we'll just be open about that and just go like, hey, I know we want to hang out, but I can't leave my house today. Yeah. And he'll be like, I can't leave my house today either. That's so fine. I love that. And just that like checking in on how each other's feeling in a really like way that's not got expectation and being okay with that. Obviously, if you've made a promise to someone and it's it's important, you probably should fulfill that promise. But I think the only time I'm upset with a cancellation is if it's within 30 minutes of oh, yeah, the meet rude. because I'm ready. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. I'm on route I'm in my car I'm in my Uber I've literally like arrived to a dinner and it's been cancelled and I've been like cool turn around take my makeup off yeah. and be like uh you might be on ice for a couple of weeks whilst I just like cool prioritize no just prioritize because I still need my cup filled yeah with some social interaction and I need that from like a reliable source so yeah. it's not a punishment it's actually just a redistribution of my energy mm-hmm. and I think it's fine to cancel and reschedule but give people the benefit just 30 minutes well i think more than that no like where you can if i wake up in the morning of and i'm not feeling it i'm gonna be like hey babe i'm not feeling it today the sun's not shining yeah you're not showing up it takes a lot to get this taurus (laughs) girly like (laughs) aligned and out of the house yeah no that's fair enough i love canceling and I love being cancelled on more than anything. Yeah. My favorite thing is actually being cancelled on and being like, oh, no problem. Yeah. <laughs> but I will say, if you're in this kind of new friendship, emerging friendship, kind of friendship dating phase, it's taken a lot to put yourselves out there mutually. Show up. Show up. It's like a coaching relationship at work. Like you never reschedule a conversation with your coachee. Yeah. Because that's just disrespect. Yeah. And, and you may not have the potential to build that into what could have been a beautiful friendship mm. because you dropped well, you're the showing who you are. Yeah. So I guess if you're on the receiving end of that, you deserve better. Yeah. And it's the same as dating. Like you deserve friends that don't make you feel small, that mm. don't put you as the last priority in their list, that don't talk shit about you and undermine you, mm-hmm. that don't compete with you. That's one that's like really big for me. Like, there's enough here for everyone to win. Yeah. Even if like every single person in my life was like, I'm starting a podcast, I'd be like, sick. Like, I can't wait to listen. <laughs> like, yeah. do you know if Spotify is like $11 a month and you get unlimited access? <laughs> Go hard, everyone. We can yeah. listen to everything. We can listen to each other. We can share notes. Like, do you want me to do some notes for you now? What can yeah. I do to cheer you on? Because I am not afraid that I won't have what I want in life if you have what you want in life. Mm, um, I love that. And I think it's about understanding what you need out of friendships and bringing that to those friendships and hoping that it's replicated and being able to identify that if friendships and like, I hate to say this, but no longer serving you. Really? <laughs> like that's okay too. Like yeah. it's back to the seasons thing again. Like sometimes friendships aren't going to last forever and you need to be able to like, not cut them off, but you need to be able to identify that and like take yeah. a step forward. Uh, look, I have really very little issue. I think I'm everywhere except dating. In dating, I'm like the biggest hypocrite. I treat myself like absolute dirt sometimes. Like in my history, we can go back on it and you'll be like, wow, that happened to you and you were okay with it. Cool. Um, we'll go through a little album. But in 
pretty much everything else. If something doesn't sit right with me, whether it's like we're not compatible on values and I don't mm. mean like peace, love and honesty. I mean like things that are important to me and that's not a shared thing. Um, or you really do something that like I don't – moral compass is kind of a big thing. Um, I just have no issue not seeing you. Like that's fine. I don't need to judge you. I don't need to berate you. I'm not your mom. But also I don't need to hang out with you and I have no issue with that. And then you know what? If things change, I have no issue being like, cool, things change. Like yeah. the world is full of space for love. I think we just hold everything with like an open hand. Instead of like clenching at things and trying to control them, just going a bit more with the flow yeah. and just enjoying what comes your way. So we've got Pilates or like a gym type f 45 vibe, I think is a great way to make friends. What else have you got? We talked about apps. That's not for me. It's not to say it's not for the girlies. But yeah. That's definitely one. I think like... Instagram's a big one that kind of people casual are making friends flirting yeah. people are making friends on the internet. casual flirting is nice a little text relationship never yeah. goes astray and then like just knowing when to pivot that into the perfect moment for an IRL hang I yeah. think like just having the confidence to put yourself out there yeah most people aren't going to say no yeah it'll either be like not right now because I'm busy or like thanks but no thanks but most people will get on board and are excited and will be flattered that you've asked them yeah out on a little friend date also i think like going on dates with guys is a great way to meet girls is it yeah because then you meet like girlfriends of their friends i've got so many friends that we don't talk to the guys that we're with yeah love that (laughs) um i also have i was looking at this article on the cut about this topic and one of the points made was around why not set up like blind friendship dates, like introducing friends to friends that you think are going to yeah. hit it off. We wanted to do this with brunch yeah. club, but we only did brunch club once with people we did know and we stopped inviting new people. Yeah, we got lazy, but we should bring this back. Well, I think book club like could be a really cute way to feel connected to people mm-hmm. and we could partner people up Yeah, if that was something that like grew I'm not saying we can do it tomorrow but that's something that I would love to be a part of I think because um we're soulmates we'll always need quality one-on-one time but I do love the idea of like bringing more people together Mm. also logistically and financially like for me to see all the people I want to see I'm going out four nights a week I can't you can't be doing that I can't eat that much yep I can't afford that much eating and drinking. I can't drink that much. And it's exhausting. I get home like after nine and I'm a mess. Imagine if I had to get up at 4.30. And go out four nights a week. Absolutely not. So like there is a time and a place for a group. Bring some different groups together. Probably don't go too hard and expand the circle too wide too fast. Like a wedding. That overwhelms me. I, I really can't cope in those situations because I'm so busy trying to make sure everyone's having the best time ever and I'm having a terrible time. But what, like, if you're at a but wedding you and you're at a table and you don't know anyone except one person yeah, at the table. It's hard work. Oh, it's exhausting. But if you were to bring, like, one or two people into, you know, a group dinner, like, that could be quite nice. Yeah. That could be quite nice. Um, And something to keep in mind as well, I think as adults, we are all time poor. We're all complaining, busy, busy, busy. It's not about you. It's not about you, but it's quality, not quantity. I don't think you need to have 
hundreds of people. Like, it's just nice to have a few. Good... You need to have enough so that when everyone goes to Europe on holidays, you've still got someone to hang out with. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Main takeaway. You need away. at least one broke friend. Yeah. <laughs> Let that friend be me. <laughs> yep. Yeah, no, I think that's just about covered it on the topic of of friends as adults. Well, I want to close it out with just some TikTok, I mean Twitter humor. Yeah, I went, please. I went on Twitter and by that I mean I googled Twitter quotes. Because I don't have a Twitter account, I think. No, but I love that you <laughs> did research. Thank you. I'm so proud of you. Okay, I got two. Two yeah, tweets. Please, do, do. hit me. How to make friends as an adult. Step one, say, we should hang. Mm -hmm. Step two, do not hang. Mm -hmm. Step three, say, we should hang six months later. Yep. Step four, cancel. Step five, you love this one, reschedule. Yep. Step six, respect their cancellation. Step seven, reschedule. Mm -hmm. Step eight, actually hang. Mm -hmm. Step nine, say, we should do this more often. Yeah. Step 10, die. (laughs) Because that life is over. That took 45 years. (laughs) Life do be like that. Yeah. So I'm going to close out this conversation with the last tweet. That is, nobody talks about Jesus's miracle of having 12 close friends in his 30s. Ain't that the truth. (laughs) Preach, baby. Praise be. Oh, that's so funny. That's so funny. Brookie, I really enjoyed... I always enjoy like digging deep on a topic with you. Yeah. You're my safe space. Um, and I do really appreciate you as my BF. Thanks. I appreciate you. And I hope I hope this has been helpful to some degree. And it's certainly encouraged me to take a few steps. Uh, there's a couple of girlies I'm flirting with in the DMs that I would love to make hang a out move with. On. I might make a little move. I think it's liberating to know from us if we can give permission to anyone. Yeah. That you can make new friends at any age. Yep. You can make new friends with anyone that is any other age. Yep. You can ditch friends that are shit. Yep. And like they're not shit people. They might just be shit friends to you and it's okay. At this time. Yeah. Um, and you can always call us. Slide into Brooke's DMs. Slide into the DMs. So yeah. she looks cute in a bikini. Oh, stop. <laughs> <laughs> no, that... that that's been super helpful and I hope helpful for the girlies. You're not alone. We're all feeling it. These are the topics that people don't talk enough about and it can be easy to feel that everyone's got it all figured out and got all their friends and they're having so much fun and they're all in Europe. But the reality is there are still girlies that are looking for new friends. Or like looking for something more genuine or maybe people do want to go deeper than you think they do based on what you see online and you just need to... Knock on their door and find out. Yep. I love that. All right. Bye. See ya.